readers and listeners, welcome to another segment of our verse of the day. In today's verse comes Acts 3, 19 through 20. It says, therefore repent and turn back, to let your sins may be wiped out, that seasons of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. You may send Jesus who has been appointed for you as the Messiah. So God has chosen to bless his people by generously filling them with the Holy Spirit. The conditions for receiving this gift are true repentance, turning toward God, listening to everything that Christ tells us, and always striving <coughs> to obey Christ. So throughout this present time, until Christ returns,
like that natural left in New York, Lori. She's a sinner, then you don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup I drink? Or be baptized with the baptism? I am baptized with. We are able, they told him. Jesus said to them, you will drink the cup I drink, and you'll be baptized with the baptism. Baptized with. But do sit at my right. To give. Instead, it is for those for whom it has been prepared. When the ten disciples heard this, they began to be indignant with James and John. Jesus called them over and said to them, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them. <clears throat> those in high positions act as tyrants over them. But it is not so On the contrary, whoever wants to become great among you, serve And whoever wants to be first among be a slave to all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, serving to give his life as a
wisdom, self-control, patience, and love. And oh, by the way, all of those things are the fruit of the Spirit. Such a character trait, like the greatness of Christ, who loved righteousness and hated weakness, which comes from Hebrews 1, 9. So that's the second thing. The third thing we must understand is that true greatness is a matter of heartfelt love for and devotion to God. Requires reserving your life, your life for His purposes. However, and wherever God chooses to place you, God's you the greatest in His kingdom are those with the greatest love for Him. <coughs> and faithfulness to his word as revealed through the Bible. So that's the third thing. And now the fourth and final thing. We must be devoted to Christ and free from <coughs> the results in God's work. But only as you serve in the way God has a plan. This means faithfully making the most of the gifts and opportunities he has given us to serve him and others. So Jesus ends his teaching on true greatness and servant leadership with these words. But to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. That's Mark 10, 45. So a ransom is a price paid to obtain freedom for others. It's part of God's plan to restore his relationship with people. By their sin, Jesus gave him life, paid a penalty for all mankind's offenses against God. Christ's sacrifice secured the world. Those who accept Christ's sacrifice and entrust their lives to Him are free from condemnation, sin, and death, and to fully understand the example Jesus was giving to everyone living on earth. We need to understand seven truths. Bible emphasizes about Christ's death. So, truth number one. It was a sacrifice. Jesus willingly offered his own perfect and sinless life. That's the first truth. It was a sacrifice. The second truth. It was vicarious, which means experienced or endured by one of another. In other words, he's not for his own sake. Others. The second truth. The third truth is was substitutionary. So in other words, Christ suffered death as for our sins as our substitute. <coughs> the third truth. The 
just righteous moral order, which required and requires that sin be punished and a penalty be paid for human offenses against him. Christ's sacrifice covered that penalty in full, removing God's wrath from those from their sin, except Christ's forgiveness and entrust their lives to Him. Through Christ's blood, God's holiness was not compromised, and He was able to reveal His grace and love for us. <coughs> God Himself put this plan in place, not because He owed us, because of His love and mercy towards us. And that's the fourth truth. But the fifth truth is it was expiatory, which means it supplied a right for our wrong against God. In other words, Jesus' perfect sacrifice not only paid price for our sin, erases cancels the guilt of those who accept his forgiveness and follow him. Christ made justice if his followers had never offended God. Justified, which by the way means you have been made just as if you had not sinned. So by Christ's death, the power of sin that separated God has been broken in the lives of those who give themselves completely to Him. <coughs> completely to Him. So the sixth truth, the sixth truth is was completely effective. Jesus' death was completely effective. In other words, Christ's atoning death has the power to restore people to a right relationship with God. Him. And the seventh and the final truth is that Jesus' death was victorious. So by dying on the cross, Christ Christ fought against and was power of of Satan and of his demon forces. It once held all of mankind captive. Spiritual enemies of both. Jesus' death paid ransom for our sins to God, to God, and not to Satan. So the ransom was paid to God and not to Satan. As a result, Jesus liberates people from sin and Satan. This great victory that makes it possible for people to serve God. <coughs> so all of the truths and results of Christ's sacrifice that we talked about are available and potentially active for all of us. But in reality, the key word that in reality they only take effect in the lives of those of us who through faith in their devotion by submitting to their purposes for their lives just as Jesus submitted himself to God's purpose for his life for you see that's the key to be truly great to be truly, you have to submit your life to fulfill the 
process that God has for your life. Jesus was truly great because he submitted his life to, to the purposes and the plans that God had for him. So that is the takeaway for th- So as we go throughout the day, think about that.